Welcome to Film to Screen. We're Katie and Astrid, and we talk about movies, TV shows, and anything we're currently obsessed with. And this week, we're talking about Captain America, the Winter Soldier. So it was announced that a 10th Saw movie will be released next year on October 27th. The plot and characters are being kept under wraps, but the filmmakers say that the film will capture the heart of fans and other body parts. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind Could- of interested to see what what this movie is going to be about because Spiral was a pretty interesting movie. I didn't see the twist coming. It like came out of nowhere for me. Um so I'm I'm interested and I I enjoy the Saw franchise, so I'm excited for another movie. I know well, I haven't seen the Saw movies because the oh, I'm not ever watching those. But there's YouTubers that do horror related stuff, horror Jason stuff. So I know what happens in them. And there's definitely within like the last three, so Saw Seven, Jigsaw, and Spiral. They're they're all kind of have loose ends to them. So it's going to be interesting what that the story of the tenth one's going to be. Yeah. Um so yeah, that movie will be coming out just in time for next year's Halloween. What day? October 27th. But it, you know, you never know, it could be pushed back or pushed yeah, forward. Yeah, and it would be just at the 19th anniversary of the first one coming out. Very cool. Yeah. Okay, next news story. Um so, I'm not sure which episode this news was on this other part of the news was on but top gun mavericks now the is or now the sixth highest grossing movie domestically passing infinity war and it's passed 1.4 billion dollars and most of that's in the u.s and canada which is what domestic means for box office that's a lot of money i and it was announced that i believe the blu-ray and digital blu-ray and like like the physical copies are coming out in November, but it's on digital in August. I forget what specific day, but so this month digitally in August, yes, but physically in a couple of months. Okay, because they want to keep the box office numbers. Yeah, and I will be getting it. Cool when it comes on physical. So the next news story I wanted to talk about is in regards to the Hunger Games prequel. Viola Davis has been cast as a villain in the Hunger Games prequel, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. She will be playing Volumina Gall, the head game maker of the 10th annual Hunger Games. She is joining Tom Blythe, I hope I say that correctly, who will play Young Snow, and Rachel Zegler, who will be playing tribute Lucy Gray Bard. And the film will be releasing on November 27th, 2023. I believe a photo... Like the first look of a photo came out of the two actors for the movie. Yes, it also released this week. Today, the day this is being recorded, the movie Ready or Not, I believe, came out three years ago today. Have you seen that? Yes, it's a good uh, horror thriller. And the directors, I believe, had involvement with the screen movie that came out this year. Yes, I, I believe so. I'm not really into horry movies so you're yes i know Esper kind of that one <laughs> yep and there's a couple horror movies i'm um, still releasing this year that i'm gonna see i don't 
I I like more. Well, one of my favorite movies is, I think, somewhat considered a horror movie, but it's more of a. It has more gore in it, but I don't like psychological thriller type horror. That type mm-hmm. of stuff. Interesting. So you're fine with gore to an extent, but not saw type of gore. <laughs> no, I I know what. Because there's YouTubers that do stuff on horror movies. So mm-hmm. that's how I know what happens. Even though I, I have technically seen a horror movie in theaters. Okay. So <laughs> the Wednesday Adams trailer dropped this week. So it's an upcoming Netflix series from the imagination of Tim Burton, the genius. Uh, starring Jenna Ortega as Wednesday Adams. And according to Netflix, it will be a supernaturally infused mystery charting Wednesday Adams years as a student at Nevermore Academy. Snap, snap. There is no release date that has been announced, but it will most likely debut in October, just in time for Halloween. This is movie adjacent, but it's the characters in movies. Today is the 101st birthday of the honey-loving bear, Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh! Love that. Another horror movie coming out. <laughs> I'm surprised you've been getting away with that because... I know. The domain for Winnie the Pooh, like, ended, but the... I believe you still com- could be completely wrong. You can't do, like, the bear in the red shirt. Because mm, okay. Disney still owns that... So maybe he's just naked. of one. Yeah. Or a blue shirt. I don't think... <laughs> yeah. That'll be interesting when it releases. So that wraps it up for this week's news, and let's get into the episode. So I'm going to go into little basic info on the movie, and then like go into like the plot and stuff. So Captain America the Winter Soldier was the ninth film released in the MCU, which is a bit ironic for me because nine. I consider nine my Favorite number, lucky number type of thing. And this is my favorite MCU movie. The Winter Soldier was also the first movie in the MCU that the Russo brothers directed. And I don't think most people remember that or... Because, like, obviously they were known for directing Infinity War and Endgame, mostly. And also Captain America Civil War. Yeah, I'm saying, like, this is the one that people least remember them directing will they be directing secret wars no i we don't i'm saying no because we don't put i feel like that's a that's like three years out at this point even though we got the director of kang dynasty already which was a bit shocking i just you know people Um, are talking that yeah i must i mean it's most likely that they're all gonna start talking to directors about it soon but um, the but I feel like it's it's too far out for them to. I know, it, kinda... but you know, there's has there has been the hints that the Russo brothers. Could yeah, I think they it. hinted at even before. I think the Russo brothers said like kind of said it before it was even announced. I'm surprised they even announced it, which we will hopefully go into in another episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they'll be announcing a lot more D23, probably the rest of the Phase Six lineup. Yeah, because it's like. They only announced the titles on purpose. I'm even surprised they even announced that. But I mean, um, honestly, saying I'm surprised. The Winter Soldier. I should put this in the ni- next to the ninth one. Ne- 
it being the ninth movie released in MCU, but the Wounded Soldier is in is a part of Phase Two of the MCU and grossed over seven hundred million dollars worldwide in its initial release. Cool. So the synopsis of the movie on Disney Plus, which I found is different if you look on it on a computer compared to like an iPad or an iPhone. The synopsis is completely different. Like the little two sentence thing is completely different. But on online, because I was trying to do it that way, online, the synopsis on Disney Plus says in present day Washington, D.C., Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America, teams up um, with Black Widow and a new ally, the Falcon, to battle a powerful yet shady enemy. Shadowy. Enemy. Mm-hmm. Don't know why I said shade. Now, going into the uh, plot and events of the movie. In 2014, two years after the Battle of New York, uh, Steve is still adjusting to society after like, getting the defrosting, like what you think about it, only three years earlier, and working for S.H.I.E.L.D. in D.C. During a mission with Natasha, with the Counter-Strike team, Counter-Terrorism Strike Team, I fumble words, a lot. The, the counter-terrorism strike team, which is led by Rumlow, I hate saying ours, they're trying to rescue hostages aboard a ship um, that was taken over by quote-unquote pirates. R- Rogers discovers that Black Widow was given another agenda, and they kind of reference this, I feel, beforehand. But that other agenda is to get data from the ship. When they returned to S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters, because that name is so difficult for me, um, Steve went to Fury to confront him about that agenda, which is when he gets, he is given, he is told about Project Insight, which is the whole big thing of the movie. Project Insight is the shield helicarriers, which are, there are three of them in Project Insight, that are all linked to satellites and they are, they are designed to, to eliminate threats. Of Fury not being able to decrypt the data that, data or data? whatever data i say it as data it i don't think it really matters but um i know but it's data fury not being able to decrypt the data that a romanoff got from the ship fury is a little bit suspicious about in project insight and Goes to the, goes to a senior shield officer, who is also the security of inter, internal secure secu- secretary of internal security, Alexander Pierce, about the chance of delaying insight be, from being launched. When while so, on his, so Fury was heading somewhere and talking to Maria hill to get to dc which this kind of 
the it points out like a people some have some people have issues on like the timeline of this movie which i will get into later uh this is when fury is ambushed by enemy forces let's Mm -hmm. say and these forces are led by the winter soldier which i didn't know beforehand oh wait 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 wait. um happy belated birthday to sebastian stan he joined the 40 club so winter soldier goes like the car gets flipped fury's car gets flipped and stuff and when winter soldier goes over to get fury it's like fury cut a hole in the ground i still don't get that part so Nick Fury goes to Roger's office to warn Steve of Shield being compromised, which is shown on a phone because they don't because Fury knows that Roger's apartment is probably bugged with devices, so they're hearing them. And during this, Fury is wounded, wounded through a wall by the Winter Soldier, and. What's interesting is that this foreshadows in that scene, like uh, one of the other officers know, says like 1040 on the shooter or something, meaning that they already knew it w- it was a gunshot. Like someone shot Fury. I wanted to say something because isn't it when Steve enters that apartment, the song that's playing? Yeah. It's the same one that he dances to with Peggy at the end of Endgame. Mm-hmm. What's the song yeah. title called? I don't know, but I forgot to mention he does. They play it on. Um, they play it on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood Studios. I think I heard it once while it, while there. Once. Hold on, let me let me look at the title. <laughs> I need to find it now. Um, it's called "It's Been a Long, Long Time." That song. That's ironic. So yeah, that's playing in the apartment when Steve goes over to assist fury after being shot uh rogers is handed a flash drive which is which contains all that data that like i mentioned before romanoff got so fury is transported to a hospital and presumed dead which and one of the doctors you can see if you pay attention is actually one of the russo brothers wait 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 wait. which russo anthony anthony or joe i think it's joe okay it's the shorter uh, one with glasses. No, that's Anthony. Shorter one. No, no, he's shorter. I just said glasses for some reason, but... Because Anthony has glasses, I think- Joe doesn't. Joe shows up in Endgame. He also shows up later in this, too. So I'm going to assume Joe. Yeah. Because I'll mention it later, but... It's presumed... they men- I'll mention what I was about to say later. The day after, Rogers is summoned to the... Shield headquarters by Pierce to talk about what happened to Fury because Pierce knows that Fury was in Roger's apartment during when he got shot. What are you doing? Yeah, I have I the cat. I have Goose. Speaking of Nick Fury. Yeah, speaking of Nick Fury, which is that, ah. which which is funny because that that eye comes into play in this movie. It does. Yeah. Um. And so when. Pierce knows that uh, Fury was in Rogers' apartment when he got shot. And during the meeting with Pierce and Rogers, uh, Rogers doesn't disclose the info that Fury gave him, which is where and leads to Pierce branding Rogers as a fugitive. During this, Rogers is hunted by that counterterrorism team from earlier. 
and meets up with Romanov. So they go to a mall to decrypt the data that was on the flash drive. And during this, they discover a secret bunker, shield bunker in uh, New Jersey. And this is where, it's also where the joke comes in in Ant-Man and the Wasp of the, just the ball cap, baseball caps to hide their disguises. Yes, because um, Steve wears baseball cap and then Natasha like just has a hoodie on. Yes. I think. And then they also pretend that they're, yeah. And they also pretend to be married. Yeah, I think uh, Natasha comes up with that. Mm, Of course she does because she's. Supposed to be stellar. So, also, she's she has um, been taught to be a spy, so of course she can think yeah, of that, that on the spot. I have not seen that movie since I saw it in theaters. Black Widow? Yeah. It's a good movie. I Okay. I, we can go into it later. Hold on. No, I just want to talk about it real quick. Because um, like, I've been seeing a lot of TikToks recently about regarding Black Widow, the movie. Um, and although... If it came out in like phase one or two, I think it would have been praised a lot more. No, yeah, I think the issue is it's not the movie itself. Well, I have an issue with the song choice they have in it, but um, but the I, what what's yeah, the, the song the, choice? Right before the car flips over on the bridge with Taskmaster, what's and the Natasha song? already has the file. It's a Sia song. I can go into that. Okay, anyway, but um, yeah, I think it, it's not the issue of the movie. Is that like it? I almost always forget it's supposed to be in Phase 4 because it does not seem like... Yes. It, it doesn't... It, yeah, it should have been released in Phase 2. It doesn't least. feel like a Phase 4 movie, but I think that it's still... a It's a mediocre Marvel movie, but I think that the villain... um What's the villain's name? Not Taskmaster. Master. Um, oh, my God. Hold on. Let me find Draco. the name. Draco. Draco or Draco. Drake off. I said Drake, Drake off. Draco, like in so. Harry Potter. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it just. I, I knew it was similar, so that's why. I yes, said it. Drake off. Um, I think honestly, because I've been seeing is, TikToks on it. He's, he's one. He's one of the scarier villains. Not yeah, because of it's his subtle. Yes, it's more subtle and the power he has. Not like physically and stuff, but his psychologically. Psychologically and um. What's the word I'm thinking of? He has the power over others, you know? And I think it was nice to get a villain like that, but it's actually pretty scary compared to some of the other Marvel villains, even if they might have superpowers and stuff. And you might think of them as more villainy because of those powers. Mm-hmm. But I think Drakov is scary. May Probably more for women um, well, because of the power like he they revealed at the end. Yeah, because of the power he has over all the widows and stuff. That's why. So I think it should get recognition because of him as a villain. Yeah. Plus, you know, I love Yelena in the movie. There's that. actress is good. Yes, Florence Pugh. Love her. This is a thing about Black Widow in a a Marvel show that's pretty interesting. Uh, Romanoff and Rogers find out about, like, the secret base, secret bunker, and then go to that go to where it's its location and in the bunker they find a super computer and the super com- the, the the super computer contains the preserved consciousness of Artem Zola which is actually hidden in the back of a scene in Endgame Zola is hidden in the back of a scene of Endgame 
Okay, what scene? You got to tell me. It's right after Tony gets the tesseract and puts in like the case and his dad comes in. He's in he's supposed to be in the way back really tiny on like a screen, they said. Interesting. Yeah, it's a I random. I never knew that. Yeah, it's random, but it's funny. So, during like they have an ex- have an exchange with this supercomputer consciousness of Zola and during this they they are informed Romanoff and Rogers are informed that after World War II he was captured and recruited by Shield in which uh Zola secretly reformed Hydra within Shield's ranks. And all this stuff flashes on the screen in which is I think is a bit of foreshadowing for Sawan when they reveal that um uh, when a soldier is actually the cause of death for Tony's parents. Yep. Because they plugged in the flash drive, it sent out a signal saying to the Counter-Strike team, the Counter-Terrorism Strike team, that it was, someone was at the base and they destroyed the base. Mm-hmm. But luck, uh, Rogers pulls Romanoff to safety and they escape the base, surviving the missile blast. And they also now know uh who is causing all this, which is Pierce. So they go to, which is a character I haven't mentioned yet, which I totally forgot to. They, uh, Rogers go, uh, goes to the, uh, get the help of Rogers' friend, Sam Wilson, which is now the new Captain America. Yes, and I'm so excited he's actually getting his own movie. Years, isn't it? Is it phase five or six? Five. Five, because it's right. Yes. It's the movie in May, May or April, and then July's Thunderbolt. So. Okay, so phase five, he's so getting get a good finally movie. getting a solo good. movie. And it's revealed during this, because it was mentioned earlier in the movie that Sam Wilson was overseas on, like, it's a, assumed that he was some sort of pilot. But now it's revealed that he wasn't a pilot. He was a flying man with wings, because he... He was under a program with the codename of Falcon, which they go to get hit that, the one and only wing, the Falcon wing pack thing. But before they do that, they have to capture a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent called Jasper Sitwell, which Jasper Sitwell was in the MCU for three years at this point, which Sitwell is a mole, is a hydro mole. They force him to divulge the algorithm that that Zola developed to identify individuals that could become a threat to Hydra in the now or in the future which is the scary part about that and it's also revealed that the the inside helicarriers if they go up they can like take out thousands of people at once hundreds of thousands of people at once that is scary but on their way back on the way back Sitwell gets killed by being Chucked out of a car by the Winter Soldier. <laughs> hey, if so it's insane. Bucky, I wouldn't mind. During this, so they get into a fight with Winter Soldier and uh, Winter Soldier's like crew or something. And during the scuffle, during a one-on-one scuffle, uh, the Winter Soldier's mask gets off, gets taken off, and Rogers realizes that the Winter Soldier's. Bucky Barnes, which is his best friend from the first movie. Who he thought died because he fell yeah. off the train into a deep cavern. Like, 
Yeah, it was. <laughs> I don't. You wouldn't think anyone would survive that. Yeah, he survived, but he didn't have an didn't have an arm. And, yeah, but he was retrieved by Hydra associates and experimented on. I would say by Zola and Hydra, and was brainwashed and cryogenically frozen every like if they needed him they would unfreeze him freeze him again for stuff but yeah so he was uh, frozen just like cap no yeah they yeah but it's like but cap was an experiment experimented on only bucky was because it was hydra yeah and they could like freeze him and then unfreeze him at when they needed him and stuff because they show that in uh uh civil war and that's that's just torture yeah Rogers, uh, Romanoff, and Wilson are taken by the strike team, aka Hydra. But one of the agents, Hydra agents in the van, is revealed to be Maria Hill, and manages to get them out of the truck and to a safe house, which is where Jerusalem appears again as the doctor running down the hall to for the to a treat a Romanoff's gunshot wound, and it's also revealed to her that. Fury faked his death, and I think they said how he faked his death is that he took like something that Banner um developed that slows your heart rate to like one beat a minute or something, so he was able to live, and that's why you see the uh, Jerusalem's doctor both times is that that's who most likely gave it to him in that scene, and he's with them in the safe house. Okay, so after it's revealed that Fury faked his death, they give shown that plans to sabotage the inside helicarriers and helicarriers control the chips and replace them with their own, like the targeting chips. Pyrrhus has all the World Council meeting members meet in in person, which early in the movie they're shown on like hologram screen stuff before the helicarriers launched that day because they pushed up the Okay, it was launched later on. I mentioned that for some reason there. Um, but while on their way to get back to the shield headquarters, Steve steals his classic suit. Oh yeah. It's like oh I'm so fired. Danley's line in the movie. Oh but, yeah. yeah. Yeah, where he um because yeah, he steals it from the museum. It. Yeah. And Stanley is like, Oh, I'm so fired. Oh, I miss Stan. <laughs> and they managed to get into the control room of the building i think so when they're in the control room rogers broadcasts the plans that are that they found out about hydra and to everyone at the base because i'm not saying the name of the base why why aren't you saying the name it's too hard for me to say unknown to pierce romanoff is disguised as one of the council members and disarms him pierce roughly says to romanoff that to unlock to release all the data because they're trying to release data to the public. Pierce mentions that there needs to be, like, two people to unlock it. And that's when Fury shows up. And it's, it's like, his... It's a realized other eye is going to help um unlock the data from... To be leaked. And exposing the fact that Hydra never went away. Even though it was thought that Hydra went, went away. Fury then shoots Pierce... And it's weird because this goes, like, the scenes cut in to each other in the movie. But Rogers and 
Wilson are trying to get on to two of the helicarriers to uh, replace the chips. Um, but during this, Bucky, or when a soldier, um, destroys the Falcon suit and has to fight Rogers on the third, which is where, like, my favorite line comes from. Like, I'm with you to the end of the line. Rogers is able to fight off Bucky af after being shot and replacing the final chip, which then allows Maria Hill to take control of the helicarriers, destroying them because they're targeting chip. They now target every the other helicarriers. Rogers still tries to, knowing that there's a chance that Bucky's still in the Winter Soldier, he attempts to reach him, which does work out in the end. Not It's the one they're on. The helicarrier crashes into the shield building and Rogers falls into a river, which is the Potomac. Rogers gets rescued by Bucky from the river and then Bucky disappears. Shield being in dismay, it being revealed that Hydra, Shield was essentially Hydra for this whole time. A Senate committee has Romanoff appear. Wait, okay, wait, wait, wait. I want to talk about like how. So since Shield is Hydra, yeah. right? Yes. How that affected Agents of Shield, the show. Yeah, I think it was revealed on the show. Like, see, I never watched the show. I did watch it when it first started, but like I got, I didn't. Yeah, so you, I feel like you know a little bit more. So it was revealed on the show. I believe they. It was after I stopped watching it, but I think they dealt with it on the show. Okay. The whole like Agents of Shield is weird because it's not MCU canon, but it is MCU canon a little it's bit. Like it's like that gray area. It's in a gray area because like the I am Groot shorts. Yeah, it's like so spoiler alert for the ending of Agents of Shield, if I can say this. The Shield headquarters that gets destroyed in this is shown to be still intact at the end of the Agents of Shield show. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, so it's definitely the gray area where it's like, it kind of is MCU canon, canon but it's it MCU adjacent. Yeah, kind of like, um, so like the I Am Groot shorts, and but also like in the theme parks where it's not canon, but it's like adjacent because there are characters there that are dead in the MCU, yeah. but the characters that are at the parks are from the mcu yeah like those specific characters so it's like adjacent it's a gray area because it, which is even more it's even more of a gray area after miss marvel and stuff how because in the the way miss marvel gets her powers in the comics is different than the show yes where which she's because de they deal with inhumans in the agents of shield and stuff that's what i mean and they haven't in the MCU at all. Yeah. It's kind of like Feige just wants to forget about Inhumans. Just, <laughs> no, yeah, people actually not, think that. Which they're is not there. That. They're not. Let's do the mutants, not the Inhumans. And that's kind of why they changed her origin story. Of, well, I don't think, I think because if they had a plan for Inhumans, they could have done it with the humans, But the, they already announced the X-Men kind of talk they they said the uh, fury hinted at in fury what? hinted at the mutants at the end of the, com the 2019 comic-con panel and then a month later miss marvel was announced F 
Fury or Feige? Feige. Okay, because you said Fury. Um, I know. I've been seeing it. <laughs> do, we think, do we think they're going to announce an X-Men project at D23 and Phase 6? Or do you think they're going to wait until Phase 7? It's, it's difficult because there were, I'm not sure this is true, but the what the rumor going around that the MCU does like a contracting with the Fox, the actors that played the MCU in in the Fox universe, it has a thing in the contract where they have they're, they're like contractually obligated to like play that character until twenty twenty five. So I don't, it's it can be a fifty fifty toss up because there's probably because Phase Six ends in twenty twenty five, right? No, yeah, but I don't know if that means okay, that they cannot the release anything until twenty twenty six or okay. Because so I don't. No. If that's true, then it would be in phase seven. Yeah, which phase I could seven. see that so that they can focus on Kang and the Secret Wars. Yeah, leading be up like, to that. You're and then because this is all this because the saga we're in right now is the multiverse saga, and I think mm-hmm. the next one is going to be like the mutant saga or something. Yeah, they could. That, that's the just my saga. theory because that's that's been my theory of how the first one was the infinity saga now it's multiverse i think the next one's going to be mutant yeah because maybe like like maybe they'll introduce it's x-men and maybe they'll introduce some mutants um through this saga and then we'll really get no they have to yeah they have to because like personally i do not want to introduce them all at once like do it one at a time Mm -hmm. like or like two or three at a time like slowly get into it because yeah there's a rumor that they we could see our first instance of the mcu fantastic four in a post-credit scene for black panther wakanda forever well i was thinking it was gonna be doom no that's what i'm saying people Victor think it's Von gonna be doom, doom. and yeah, yeah. Well, I, which yeah, has been going around for a while that that was gonna that's most likely gonna be a post-credit scene because we now know the release date of fantastic four yeah so and it will make you, sense if they hint at it you have to introduce doom before the fantastic four movie oh yeah and I because you can't it, just be like, oh, here's Doom. Like, he no, has yeah, to be introduced. I don't, want an or- I don't want an origin story. They said it's like, not going to be an origin story, yeah, thank God. I'm happy about. Yes. And I think there's, like, some theories going around about the story of Black Panther, which I want to get into, because I may want to do the first Black Panther in an episode before this Wakanda Forever comes out. Yeah, we can do it, like, the week yeah. that the movie comes out, and then yeah. talk about Black Panther 2 the next week. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, that works. Let's get back into the Winter Soldier. <laughs> we go off there. But Fury still under, showing the impression that he died, goes off to kind of look for other cells of Hydro that may be still out there. And uh, Sam Wilson and Steve Rogers go, go team up and go try and find the Winter Soldier after the events of the movie. And it's also revealed that Rumlow, who was the head of the Counter-Strike team, got badly burned, which is where the character of Crossbones comes in in the next Captain America movie, which I hate that they literally immediately killed him off in the movie because the Civil War comics and Crossbones are important. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like he wasn't that important in no, Civil yeah, War. Like they made it feel like that. Because, spoiler alert, in the comics, in the Civil War... Spoiler alert. I say that again. But in the Civil War comic, I believe it's Crossbones that actually does 
shoot and kill Rogers. Which is mm-hmm. why I was like, when I saw like when I saw the trailers and I knew it was Crossman, I was like, oh no. You're like, oh no, oh, what's gonna no. happen to the cap? No, yeah. So I'm. No, he's fun. fun. He's yeah. fun. <laughs> and this, there is two post credit scenes for this movie. Um, but so the mid credit scene reveals Baron Wolfgang von Strucker, which holy cow, that's a name, at a lab, and revealing that they have Loki scepter from the Avengers. The Avengers movie. Sorry, I mm-hmm. blanked there for a second. And it's also revealed that they have experimented on two humans being Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Which or Wanda Maximoff. I said Scarlet Witch. It's because that's the name going on yeah. now because of yeah, it, it's the Maximoff Madness, twins. So there. it's just off my head. Yeah, it's the Maximoff twins. They're yeah testing on, experimenting on. Yeah, um, and you're like, oh shoot, mutants. No, which will be fun if they retroactive that, but. In the actual uh, post credit scene, Bucky uh, is looking at his own memorial at the Smithsonian Museum. Also, a funny thing about the mid credit scene, when I initially saw the movie for the first time, I missed it. So I only saw the second one. So I never knew until like a few months later that this was actually the first one. Because I, wa- I was seeing it in a drive-in. So you didn't... So we had another movie after. So you didn't see that Wanda and Pietro. No. Ooh, <laughs> which is surprising because that's the that's the, that's the big to, uh, reveal. That's the we're big like, one. oh my gosh, the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, yeah. Which now she's air quotes gone. <laughs> she's not yeah. gone. Yeah, there's no way. She's with Mephisto right now, just chilling. <laughs> Honestly, I could see that. There's been too many like devil's lines that, and in fact, the egg that's getting her own series. It's called which Wanda has to come back at some point. She's coming back. Elizabeth Olsen Don't know when, is going to yeah. come back. Yeah. She said she's she wants to keep playing Scarlet Witch. Yeah, I'm ready for trivia. As I m- mentioned before, they try to get info on the algorithm from Sitwell. What, so what character did Sitwell say that was on a possible list of threats? Before the character was even announced to be a part of the MCU. And he's, the character has entered the MCU. Yeah, the character's in the MCU now, but when this movie was released, the character was yet to be announced. Like, announced, Mm. not in. Mm. Can I have a hint? I literally just mentioned the sequel. Black Panther. No. You just said the sequel. The sequel has been released. I didn't think this one would be hard because it was at the same event that Black Panther was revealed to be in the MCU, coming to the MCU, that this character was announced. Well, I believe it was, the character wasn't announced yet, so. I'm surprised you're not getting this. It's not Doctor Strange, right? Yeah, because they met, the Sitwell mentioned Stephen Strange. Yeah. We literally, this whole podcast, we have not mentioned Doctor Strange at all. I mentioned uh, Multiverse for a second. Talking about Wanda. Okay. But we were talking about Wanda, not Steven. No, no, no. I mentioned multiverse. I knew it was literally mentioned the end of the end of multiverse. I didn't get it. Okay, so he mentions Steven. So next trivia question. It's also maybe hard because So Alexander Pierce is played by Robert Redford. 
I am still surprised Robert Redford is in an MCU movie because one of the premier actors. So what famous film festival did Robert Redford help get started? Sundance? Yeah. I got a question right. How many years did it take for the Winter Soldier to appear in the comics to appear in the MCU? From the comics to the MCU? Yes. 30 years? About nine. Never mind. It was very close to... What what comic did he... Was he first in? I don't know the exact name, but let me get it up. It was Captain America 1 in January 2005. Okay. I, I don't know why, but I thought he would be in an earlier comic. Only three years later, he was in a comic as Captain America. Interesting. So, let's rate the film. How would you... I'll go first. Let me me pull up my MCU list of all the MCU movies that I have ranked. You know, it's up there. It's number six in my ranking of MCU movies. I'm going to say a solid nine out of ten. Yeah, I would put it at a ten because it is my favorite. So, mm-hmm. wait, I want to see if you can guess my least favorite. I'm guessing it has to be one of the first two Thors, or like maybe Ant Man and the Wasp. It's one of those three, I think. You like Ant Man and the Wasp, okay? Because most people don't like that one. Oh my god. No, you did people not don't say really that. like it. Incredible Hulk? Maybe? No, it's Thor, it's Thor the Dark World. Yeah. You put Ant. You would think I would put Ant-Man in the West. I love that. No, I think it's an underrated like it. MC movie. I love that movie. It's literally just below Shang-Chi for me. I, I love it. I forgot to mention that. So in the same vein that pe- people consider going off of the MCU. This is not MCU. But people think that The Dark Knight is one of the best superhero movies. Because like it... Definitely in Dark Knight, you can take the superhero DC characters out and put similar characters in. Like, those same characters, but, like, not DC-related or anything. And it will still be a good crime movie. I feel a little bit the same about Winter Soldier's movies. Because, like, I feel like they can easily take out the... Uh, Marvel characters and put it in because it's essentially just a political thriller espionage type movie. Mm-hmm. I forgot to mention that before. So, yeah. Okay. So that was our episode on Captain America the Winter Soldier. Thank you, Astrid, for talking about it. Make sure to rate and review us. Greatly help us and we would really appreciate it. You can also find us on all social media platforms as Film to Screen. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube can find us there and until next time see you at the movies